Welcome to the Your Life Rocks podcast, where we believe life balance is possible. Yes, even for you. This show is designed to help working moms focus on the things that matter most in life and helping you balance all that life has for you with practical tips from one working mom to another. My name is Jenny Stemmerman, and I'm so glad that you're here to hang out with me today. We are in the middle of our Holiday Sanity series. If you missed any of our past episodes in the series, I hope that you go back and you have a listen. I mean, we've talked about things like forging a new path with your in-laws. We've talked about um, how to keep the most important thing of the holiday season front and center and keep your focus there. In last week's episode, we went through the Holiday Sanity as a foundation. Now, when we say Holiday Sanity, It's really based off of a free course that we provide inside of the Your Life Rocks app. This is our third year providing a variation of this course, but it's really just an opportunity for you to focus in and be intentional this holiday season. Because here at Your Life Rocks, intentional living is what we're all about. I mean, it's kind of necessary when you're a working mom and you have so many things going on. You have to be intentional. Otherwise, time goes by so fast and there's so much for us to do, and then it's just poof, it's done, it's over with, and then we're looking back saying, what in the world just happened? And that's the last thing I want for you as you go into January and you're looking back over the holiday season, I don't want you to be like, oh my gosh, that went by so fast and I feel like I missed so much. I wish I would have done this or that. Having those regrets is certainly not fun and that's not what I want for you. So I hope that you take advantage of the free course inside the Your Life Rocks app. Again, it's called Holiday Sanity and it's completely free, available to you. Now today we're continuing in that series, but we're focusing a little bit more on work because yeah, it's the holiday season, but it's also a really busy time at work because we're most of us are closing out the year, closing out our goals, closing out some end of the year projects. And so it can be a really big, busy time. And as a working mom, that can take up a huge amount of your focus and your energy outside of Christmas, outside of gifts and the tree and the kids and like all of the other things, right? This is one of those things that we really need to be putting some time and attention to. So in today's episode, I'm going to walk you through five questions to ask yourself as you are closing out your career year and three things for you to do to really set yourself up for success at the end of the year and going into the new year. And of course, this podcast episode is sponsored by the Your Life Rocks app and the Life Balance membership that you can find inside of it. Now, if you're ready to really redefine what balance looks like for you and actually chart a path to achieve that for yourself, I highly recommend that you upgrade to the Life Balance membership inside of the app. Now, one of the core things that you're gonna get as a Life Balance member are the courses. There are seven courses inside of the membership to really help you focus on those different parts of your life, to teach you some of those time management skills that allow you to grow in all of the eight areas that we talk about. And those areas are your faith, your marriage, parenting, career, health, home, finances, and friends and fun. Now, inside of the membership, you'll also find a Bible study called Setting Goals in God's Will. You know, oftentimes we set goals on the things that we want and the things that we want for our lives. And this Bible study is really designed to help you look in the Word and see what God has to say about each of those eight areas of your life. Once you're done with the Bible study, then you'll complete this little exercise to help you figure out from where you are now in those eight areas to where you want to go. In addition to the courses that you'll find inside the app, there's also some really great tools for you in there. Plus, we do a group monthly coaching where it's live, you can ask questions, and we really teach on a specific topic. 
This last week, we had our November group coaching call and we were talking all about the difference between those big lifestyle changing goals like losing 30 pounds versus some smaller goals that you might have in some of the other areas of your life and how we balance all of those so that you can really have focus on achieving real progress on those bigger goals that you've set for your life. And if you are a Life Balance member and you missed that, you can catch the replay inside of your app as well. Also last week, we just announced a new membership hub where you can get all resources, podcast bonus content, all kinds of really great things online and available right at your fingertips. Now you can take the first course for free inside of the app. It's called Clear Your Chaos. That is available to you as you try your first seven days for free inside of the Life Balance membership. After that, it's just $9.99 a month, but the prices will be going up starting in January. But if you start before then, you're locked into that low price for as long as you are a member. Now, you can learn more about membership by going to lifebalancemembership.com, or you can just download the Your Life Rocks app inside of your app store on iTunes or in Google Play. Okay, so today as we're talking about our career, I'm realizing that if you're listening to this episode, you might be in all different paths of your career. You might be working full-time, part-time, you might be your own boss, you might be doing a job that just pays the bills and you don't necessarily care about, or you could be in a career that you're really passionate about and absolutely love. Either way, I try to make the content that we're going to share applicable to all of you, and that's not always easy. So just know that some of the stuff that I'm going to be sharing, I'm going to go a little bit deeper into different avenues so it can really help to move you forward and your goals for your, for your career and to really help you end the year strong. So as I said in the beginning, I'm going to have five questions for you to ask yourself and three things for you to do. So I'm going to put together a worksheet for our Life Balance members. You can find that in your membership hub under podcast extras or under the career section. And I know I hear from so many of you that you love to listen to these podcasts with your notebook and really make them actionable, which I love. But if you're listening to this while you're commuting, I invite you to just to say your answers to these questions out loud because it makes it a little bit more real. And then you can come back later in and think a little bit more, do a little bit more work on each of these questions and each of these things that I'm going to provide that you can do. All right. Number one. All right, number one question to ask yourself as you're finishing out the year, what did you love about your job this year? And this is why this question is so important is because it's all about being intentional in our careers. If we don't really sit and think about things, sometimes we can get caught in a thought cycle and we can continue on the storyline that we keep telling ourselves about our job. And this can be true whether you love your job or you hate your job. I mean, if you keep telling yourself how much you don't like your job, then that's going to be that story that keeps continuing playing over and over and over, regardless of anything good that happens. This is the story that you're going to believe. And same thing is true if you love your job. You can tell yourself how much you love your job, love your job, love your job, but it might be things that you love about previous years, but because the story has remained, you haven't been able to differentiate. So it's really important that you think about this last year and what did you love about your job? Now, as you're starting to mentally prepare for all of these questions and the things to do, one exercise that I think is really, really helpful is to just sit down or lay down on your bed or on the floor or something and just kind of mentally think 
through the year. Mentally think back to January and what projects were you doing for your work? What what things were coming up? What meetings did you do? If you traveled, where did you travel to? And go through January, February, March. It might be helpful to look at a calendar, but sometimes once the month is gone and done, it's gone and done. (laughs) We need to revisit mentally to bring ourselves back to those moments to really think. So number one question, what did you love about your job this year? And I know you can find something. You might find 10 things. And if you do find 10 things, awesome. Write them all out. But decide which ones you loved probably the most because that will be really, really important as you start to think about next year and the things that you want to focus in on, the things that you want to do more of, the thing that you loved so much this year, you're probably going to still love next year too. So maybe that's something that you can think about. How can I do more of this in my job? How can I do more of this in the coming year? And that might mean maybe switching roles or or moving laterally in your company or doing something a little bit different, shifting your responsibilities so you can really do more of what you love. All right, question number two. It's a little bit of the flip side of number one, but it's the one thing that you would want to change about your job in the next year. Now, it could be the commute, it could be the hours, it could be a job function, it could be working with a particular person, whatever it is, but identify just the one thing, not 10 things, not five things, not three things, just one thing. This is not a complaint list because what happens sometimes, let me back up, sometimes we need, we need to kind of just like mentally dump all of the negative out, But sometimes when we allow ourselves to just keep going down that trail, we can end up in a really negative place. But we have to be real with ourselves too. We can't just live in this positive la-la land all the time. We really need to be thinking about the things that are not always working. But just don't let yourself get too deep in those weeds because it can be a hard place to get back out of. I always like to think about it this way. When you start to go into the the path of the negative, it tends to be a lot muddier of a path. And if you've ever walked through thick, deep mud, it's hard to move and it's really hard to get out of. And if you do get out of, it's really hard to wash it off. So let that be a little visual reminder of why you don't want to get too negative. But just think about that one thing that if you could change about your job next year, you would. And this is important because as you're starting to go into those year-end meetings, if you work for yourself, even just thinking about your goals for the next year, and even if you don't work for yourself thinking about your goals for the next year and what you want your life to be as you're creating this life for yourself, every day we're creating a life for ourselves, right? So as you're moving in through that, through this next year, Really be thinking about what it is that you value, what it is that you want, and what it is that you don't want. Because listen, this one thing that you choose, it might be something small that's an easy thing. Maybe it's just telling your boss, like, I don't want to be responsible for this one thing anymore, or delegating that one thing to someone else. Or maybe it's just even simpler than that, just something you can choose to stop doing. But that one thing, it might be a pretty big thing. And if you were to remove that from your job this next year, might be involving a job change. It might be a complete company change. It might involve a complete lifestyle change if it is that important to you. But there's no reason for you to stay in a job that's unfulfilling. It's no reason for you to stay doing something that is really, really difficult. So if it's something that's really core to your job or the company that you're at and that's the one thing you would change, 
maybe it's time that you really start looking and making a plan to make that change. All right, number three, question number three, what is the one thing that you wanna learn in the next 12 months? Here's the thing, if we're not growing, we're dying. So I want you to always be wanting to learn and and to do and to experience new things. I mean, obviously learning is a big part of what we have in Life Balance Membership, right? There's a lot of courses in there. Now, the courses that we have in there are more things that are personal, right? They're things like how to create habits in your life, how to how to really focus in and set goals in different parts of your life. And within that, we teach little lessons on career and marriage and being a mom and, you know, all of those things. But when it comes to your career, you should always be learning, always be thinking about the new skills that you want to take up in this is true for whether you're working part-time, full-time, working for yourself, working for someone else. This is something you should continually always be moving forward in. And if you're intentional about it, what you want to learn can help you move out of the negative thing you don't like about your job or to help you do more of what you loved about your job this year. Maybe you got to work on a special project this year and that's the one thing that you love and you want to do more of that but maybe you need to go to some certification programs or take some outside courses that will allow you to build on those skills so you can do more of that thing. Maybe it'll allow you to to get a job in that other field or to do that other function that you really have loved enjoying to learn more about. Now, this is why this is an important thing to think about right now, is most companies, they have a budget for personal development. And so if you're going into that end year discussion with your boss and you're saying, hey, this is something that I really want to grow and develop more in, then there could be some budgetary funds there for you. So if it's leadership or something that's going to help you advance in your job or contribute more to the company, they're going to be all for that. And how great is that, that you could have them help to support you, whether it be in time off or in compensation, to be able to learn that new thing. But again, we have to be really clear about these things. We have to be intentional about these things now, not just when we get into that office with our boss or with our supervisor and they're asking us because oftentimes we're like, um, I'm not sure, or we'll give a half answer without fully thinking it through, or they might not even offer. But if you offer, if you have that confidence to take that step forward to say, hey, this is what I want to do. This is my plan. And how can we work together on this? you will be set for success. Plus, it shows incredible initiative on your part, definitely putting your best foot forward. And if you do work for yourself, this thing that you want to learn in the next 12 months, it's probably something that's gonna catapult you closer to where your goals are for your business and what you wanna accomplish for yourself. So really be strategic about that alignment And if it's something that you want to learn that has nothing to do with the goals of your business, you might want to rethink the goals of your business because these are things that should be an alignment. And same thing for, you know, like I said before, if you're working for someone else, what you want to learn should be in alignment with where you want to go, that trajectory of your career, of what's next for you on that ladder. This should help support that because now you're putting things in alignment and you're truly being intentional about how you're growing in your career. All right, question number four. On a scale of one to 10, how would you rate your compensation for your job? Now, remember to think about your total compensation. It's not just your paycheck. 
It could be other perks, benefits, time off. So much goes in to our total compensation for our job. And once you have that kind of rating in there, and I would invite you to really sit and think about this and kind of pray about this a little bit, but think about the one thing that would move it higher. So if you kind of rate yourself like, oh, it's probably like a six or a seven, what would move you to an eight? What would move you to a nine? Would it be a huge raise? Would it be a small raise? Would it be more vacation time? Would it be other perks and benefits? Like maybe being able to telecommute. And here's why this question is important. It's not that, you know, you should always be at a 10 or always be, you know, I mean, every job has its great benefits and and things that are maybe not so great. For example, if you work for a smaller company, maybe those fringe benefits of having more flex time and things like that are really, really great, but maybe the health benefits are not so wonderful because it's a smaller business. And so, you know, they don't get as, as big of breaks. But when you really think about the things that you value in that compensation, then it allows you, one, to make sure that you're aligned with the right company that can provide that. But then two, it gives you ground of things that you can negotiate. This is also the perfect time to get ready for those negotiations of the new year. And so you can really think about the things that you value most, the things you want to fight for, the things you want to recommend, and you can kind of build a case around what you want to have in the new year. All right, moving on to our fifth and final question for you. And this one, it can be a little hard, (laughs) but this is probably one of the most powerful questions on this list. Are you ready? Okay. What could you have done better this year at work? Now, this question is not designed to make you feel guilty or shameful, but we need to have personal ownership over our own self, over the way that we're showing up in this world. And that includes the way that we're showing up at work. It's really easy to point the blame at our boss or our coworkers or our teams that let us down or or whatever it is, even if it's a successful year. But what could you have done better this year at work? And the reason why this one is hard is because it's really natural for us to have our defenses up. It's really natural for us to be able to justify things or have excuses on why things turned out a certain way or why we weren't able to do things the way that we wanted to. But if we're really honest with ourselves, if we really take that honest look at what we did this year on the way that we show up, the work that we did, our attitude at work, I'm sure you can find something that you could have done better. And having that personal ownership is really such a big key for leadership, for growing in your career and advancing up and reaching all of those goals that you want to have is being honest enough to say, okay, I kind of messed up in this area. And it's not until we bring these things into light and really look at them that we can then do something about it. And this, my friends, is what really helps us grow. This is the thing that regardless of if the paycheck grows or the position grows or the responsibility grows, this piece here is our personal growth at work. It's when we can show up with more integrity. It's when we can make a bigger impact. It's when we can have bigger satisfaction in our work when we are being honest with ourselves of what level of work that we are doing. Now, this is not to say that every single project needs your A work. I mean, I'm a big fan of doing B work, sometimes even B minus work, just to get it done, and then you can work to improve upon it. But maybe some of the things that you could have done better at work this year are things like not gossiping so much, or being more focused at work, or being more honest with feedback when people are asking you for it. 
Maybe you gave 110% and went above and beyond, but you weren't that great at boundaries or even letting people know that you were giving 110% and working on things late. You know, those are all, are all things that we need to work on in our career. And this is going to be so personal to you. And so I just, I would pray that you would seek the Holy Spirit on this, that you would allow him to show you these things that he wants you to work on, the things that he wants to call attention to. But my friends, do not let this be a guilt trip or a shame trip on the things that you could have done better. Let this just be one of those things that you're bringing into the light, acknowledging that it's there, and then doing something about it for the next year. Once something is called to your attention, it's a lot easier to address, to recognize when it comes back up, and to make a plan of action to get you into a different place. All right, so those are your five questions to ask yourselves. Now, there's three things that you can do right now to help you end the year strong. Number one is to review your successes from the year and gather your documentation. Now, I'm a big believer of having a email folder and a folder on your computer where you're saving things. So if someone says, hey, great job on this, just moving that email straight to your little folder that you're saving that. Now, it's easier to say that in hindsight to say this is what you should do. But if you haven't done that all year, now is a good time just to sit and kind of journal that out. Think about those big projects that you did and what you contributed to them and really start to do that now because there are a few more weeks before end of year reviews and most end of year reviews don't happen until January. So you have some time to really start thinking about this. So it's not crunch time at the last minute where you're like, oh my gosh, did I even do anything good this year? Of course you did, but sometimes we forget. So again, go through that exercise of really thinking about each month of the year, what things you did, and just jot down those successes, gather documentation so that as you're thinking about the things you want to negotiate for this next year, as you are getting ready for the new year, you have some things under your belt. All right, number two things you can do is to update your resume. You might love your job, might not have any intention of leaving your job, but if you've ever had to update your resume after multiple years of working and you're like, oh my gosh, what do I even do? I don't even know. Update your resume every single year. It makes things so much easier for you for when you do have to make the change. And if you've gone through those questions and you're thinking, yeah, I'm really not in alignment with the company that I'm at, or maybe I wanna change roles within my company, you're gonna wanna have that updated resume. So go ahead and just make that a annual thing that you do where you're updating your information that's on there. And your number three thing to do this year is to get busy ending the year on a high note. I want you to go back and review those goals that you've set for this year. Maybe they were goals that your boss set for you or your supervisor set. Maybe they're goals you set for yourself but review what they were, where you are against them. And if you've already achieved that goal, then think about what you can do to raise the bar. So if you finish that goal, but it was like B work, maybe even B plus work, what could you do to like just spice it up a little bit and take it to that next level so that when you go into that end of your review, you can be like, yeah, I hit that goal and then I made it even better. I improved upon it. And if there are goals that you haven't finished, see if you can finish it. Like really think about like, say, what if I really focused on this goal? Would I be able to accomplish it by the end of the year? And if I can't accomplish it, can I at least make a big impact? Think outside the box on this one, because some of those goals you might be thinking, oh my gosh, it would take me months to be able to finish that. 
But if there's things that you can do to set the path in motion of having it completed, or you can document all of the reasons why it wasn't possible to complete, but the things that you did to contribute to it anyway, those are the things that you want to have documented as you're going into these end of year discussions, as you're starting to look at the new year. Because let's face it, sometimes we set crazy goals for ourselves. Sometimes other people set crazy goals for us. And that could be a great learning lesson as you're setting goals for the new year as well, to really set realistic goals that you can really achieve that will help you move through your career with great success. I hope that these five questions and these three things for you to do to end the year strong were impactful for you. I cannot wait to see what results you get as you start to apply these to your life. So make sure you're following me over on Instagram at Your Life Rocks or like our Facebook page. I would love if you would tag us in any posts that you're doing as you're completing the exercises that we outlined in this episode to help you finish the year strong. Because I don't know about you, but for me... When things are left undone in my career or I'm feeling unsatisfied in my career, that's when the insanity and the craziness and the emotional just messiness can really come out. And so if we're really talking about holiday sanity of really seeking the things that matter most this holiday season, looking for Jesus and everything that we do and finding that peace, we need to handle this. We need to bring Jesus into our work and, and pray over the things that we're doing and ask him to help us finish the year strong. Now, next week, we have even more great holiday sanity material for you. So I hope that you hit subscribe if you have not already, so you don't miss a single episode. And speaking of which, did you know that every single one of our past episodes are inside of the Your Life Rocks app? You can download the app for free, get access to all of our past library of podcasts, plus our weekly success planning course, our weekly prep planning tool, and now the holiday sanity course with all of the bonuses, extras, and worksheets in there. And again, if you are ready to really get serious about redefining what balance looks like in your life, then you can upgrade straight to the Life Balance Membership inside the app or go to lifebalancemembership.com to learn more. Thank you so much for spending time with me this week. And until next week, keep building a life that rocks. Bye. Bye.